There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Take me, break me, don't mistake me. Take me to the beach. Take me, break me, hold me, make me. I'm out of reach. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where, you know, we'll have a good go at coming up with five sketch ideas. Absolutely. You know, if we don't, then, uh, you know, we, 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 we failed. We failed. But at least we were shooting for the, you know... For five sketch ideas. Five sketch ideas, exactly, you know? Yeah, and I say that, that you have to shoot for five sketch ideas in order to land. You know, even if you don't make it to five sketch ideas, at least you landed... With five sketch ideas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we actually don't allow it to be anything else. No, absolutely. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll just label random things sketch ideas and yeah. say we made sketch ideas. Yeah, yeah, no. And you'll notice that we're panting and that's because we had, we've, we, we've already attempted two. Two, we've already attempted two beginnings of episodes today, and uh, we just said we needed another run-up. We need another run-up. Good old run-up. You know, do you think at any at any point uh, uh, along the um. The, the timeline of, of, of the of the moon mission. Mm-hmm. The, you know, when I say the moon mission, yeah. I'm obviously referring to the third moon mission, which to me was the definitive moon mission. The Apollo. one where they played golf? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. The... Uh, Oh, it wasn't even the third man to walk on the moon. He was the third man on the third mission to walk on the moon. And yeah. then he played golf. Yeah. No, um, do you think at any point in, in the original Moon Mission, mm. Buzz, Neil, the other guy, yeah. they, uh, anyone said, well, you know, shoot for the moon. So even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. And, uh, and that, do you think that Buzz and Neil and the other guy were comforted by that expression <laughs> in, in, at that time or, um, or actually found it to be wanting? Well, I feel like you you would definitely be left to feel wanting. I think maybe one of the problems that you would have on the on the moon yes. is that you know how when you stand at the edge of a building, you always want to jump off. Oh. There must be an aspect of being on the moon where you're like, I reckon if I just kind of run and dive yep. at just like just enough of the speed, like enough speed and angle, the right angle. I could go into orbit of this moon. Yeah, escape velocity. You could, yeah, you could, because I don't think escape velocity must be lo- very low on the moon. Two, three hundred kilometers per second. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, and what's that? That's just a run. That's just a jog. And so you, it would mean that you're constantly on the edge of the building. Right, right, you know? because you could jump off. You, you feel like just, you could jump off the moon. Yeah, at yeah. any point. And 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 that would be distracting. I I imagine. I mean, amongst you wouldn't other trust things. Yourself. Amongst other things, even like the idea that maybe your suit might rip a little bit, <laughs> and that you you know uh, some of your little hairs might get st- sucked out into the uh, vacuum of space, and then obviously then you would die as well. But that would be. Do you think that when uh, Neil Armstrong said "one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind," mm. do you think that um, that was actually something they taught him to say? as like a little mantra to prevent him from doing a big step and then going into orbit. 
So, so all right, yeah. Neil, there's low gravity up there. Remember so small you're going to small steps, okay? Yeah. Okay, so it, I, know, I know conceptually this is a giant leap for mankind, mm. but don't let that filter down from your subconscious and sort of convince you that you have to do a giant leap on the moon, okay? You just have to do a small step. You're a man, a small step for a man, a giant leap for mankind so in in many ways it would have been crazy if they were really afraid of that to even put the words giant leap in the script (laughs) like because if you don't want them to think about it you're right the last thing you would do is put it in there well i mean i think it's an improvement on the original first line he was going to say when he got on the moon which was careful neil don't jump off the moon oh yeah that would that was definitely uh, because it doesn't even mention mankind It could, because I, you know, I guess maybe even before that, it was careful mankind don't jump off the moon. Yes. And then it wasn't even, there was no instruction to Neil at there all. There's nothing directly at Neil. Yeah. So, uh, but they, they thought, okay, well, that's going to sound a bit weird. It's mm. the first thing that we say. Yeah. So let's try and make something that could sort of both be inspirational to humanity. Yeah, but, but it's then also, also instructional, instructional to, to Neil. To Neil. <laughs> Oh. He's very literal yeah. and very jumpy. He loves to jump. <laughs> he loves... Well, he, was a, he was a long jumper yes. uh, back in um, on Earth. Yeah, I know. I know the irony. Arms strong. But really, it's the legs, isn't it? Absolutely. It's all in the legs. So do you think the sketch is in... It's a, the people who are script writing for Neil. Yeah. Saying now, Neil, it's much like being on the edge of a building. Uh, you, can, you could fly off of that planet without any trouble. Yes. Right? If you, I know, like I know, there's footage of people hopping, skipping, and jumping. Well, at that point, there there wouldn't have been, right? <laughs> I know there isn't that. Uh, yeah, there isn't that at this right? point. But uh, we're pretty sure that you won't even be able to do that up on the moon because uh, low gravity. You're going to fly right off that. Planet. Now I know we've been saying that there's a lot of gravity to this moment, mm. right? But that is in the hypothetical sense, or you know, Absolutely. the metaphorical sense. It's there's a lot of gravitas. You Neil, know, it's a very Neil, important... pay attention, <laughs> <laughs> Neil. Ah, he's long jumping no, again. I said the words high gravity and he's just gone off in his head. Yeah. But he's, he's thinking to himself, I bet I could jump a long way even in that high gravity. No, okay. All right. We're, so, and somehow we're going to have to make... Get through to him. Yeah. That, 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 that you can't do any... any. It's just small steps, Neil. One small step for Neil. <laughs> <laughs> but he's too stupid to even know his own name. Oh, no. It's Neil. So we're just going to have to say ma- man. a man. A man. A man. You, you man. One small step for, for you, man. For some reason, Neil Armstrong was essentially a, t- a Tarzan-like <laughs> creature, that, like the creature, like man that they found. And they thought, okay, this is the most expendable person that we can think right. of. Right. Okay, so they started out sending out chimps out into space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, and then they said, well, look, you know, baby steps, so to speak, small yeah, steps small for steps man, for, for mankind. Man, for Let's not go all the way to a fully functioning man. Yeah. Let's go with a man with the mind of a chimp. Yeah, one who was raised by chimps. <laughs> raised say. by chimps. This Neil Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously his arm is strong from, you know, all, all the, the swinging vines. Swinging the vines. from vines, yeah. Um, his name was actually in the... It was Man Armstrong, but... <laughs> Anyway, we've just called him Neil. We've given him a name because that would have been suspicious. Yeah. Um, and so then they send him up. Uh, That's then... the real conspiracy. That's why they spread, <laughs> spread that fake conspiracy. That... Mm, that, it, that, that it wasn't real. <laughs> that it wasn't real. That, no, it was real. But um, what we don't tell you is that Neil Armstrong was a man raised by chimps. 
It was just a risk too big to take to not send a man is like it, that. Is it? Is there? A, is it possible though that like, rather than it being that we didn't want it to be too big a jump in the you know going from a, ma- a chimp to a man, yeah. maybe it was that they sent chimps into space first, right? But then they had the chimps train the next generation of of astronauts because they were the experienced ones. So the chimps have been out there, so obviously they'll be training you. And they had uh, them actually raise Neil from birth right. to be... That's good, yeah. <laughs> to be an astronaut. He yeah. was born to be an astronaut. He was born. trained. He was, his family yep. were all astronauts. But I thought, no, he was the first man, yeah, man in space. Yes. Yeah, he's first, first yes, man. man in space. Was he first man in space or first man on the moon? First man on the moon. Come on, mate. Yuri, Yuri some guy y- or whatever. Yuri Gregarious. Or something like that. You yeah. can't have been that gregarious. Yeah. Bloody... Come on, mate. You're out in orbit. Word, the word probably doesn't even mean the same Yuri's thing in Russian. solitary. Um, and it was Gregarian. But... Uh, so so he, he you know he grew up and he's learned everything from the chimps so he like uses little sticks and sort of <laughs> pokes it into it like a termite mound and that's how he, eats. he gets out the termite that's why that's why they send the termites up into it, up, up into, into space, the, up into space. That, that that was we told people that was an experiment to see how they would uh, would would build nests see, in the space real, but really that was for the, protein the, for, the, for Neil yeah the real experiment would have been sending Neil up without bloody termites. <laughs> Eh? Seeing how he freaks out when you f- f- face him with a sandwich. Now, Buzz, obviously, uh, also raised by chips, with a conspicuously chimp-like name, I think, Buzz. Buzz. Yeah, but we absolutely. thought we could get away with that because he was the second one. Yeah. And then the other guy. Well, no, I didn't, no, nobody no. knows anything about him, and so that's and that, and we've was, kept it that way. He was an actual chimp. Um, you know, and he was looking out through the window. And uh, much like a chimp would do if he was enclosed in a small room. <laughs> okay. Look, um, yeah. I think um, that's good. I, th- <laughs> I think, I think, I think we might have to simplify. I don't think he can have been raised by chimps. I think, I think, going back now, it has to have been. I don't he, think it, like I mean the idea is either that he was he was oh, like a right. Tarzan type man totally he was either raised by chimps in the wild yeah. or he was raised by chimps at NASA yeah the chimps that had gone into space before yeah him. yeah um, and and well then then maybe it's a combination of both right because by virtue of having having been raised by chimps in the jungle mm. he was then able to connect with the chimps that had been into space right and yeah. communicate with them and get vital. Information. He was actually the perfect recruit in that regard, um, yeah. because because he was able to communicate with previous generations of astronauts, which no other sort man of like could do. Kevin Rudd was when he was the prime minister, and that he could speak Mandarin. This is not not like like I don't, I'm not linking that to the chimp thing, but I just mean like you know it's like it's it's amazing to have somebody who's c- capable of com- c- communicating with our biggest ally exactly which is either the chinese or in this sketch is the like the chimps who had already been up into space up the into people space. who had the most space exploration uh, yes. experience that was a bad link to make that was, that was, <laughs> i'm not going to lie anyway now um it was very difficult to train neil to uh we 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 really wanted man to set foot on the moon mm. neil um, wanted to come out on uh, on his hands. Of course, yeah. Because that's what chimps do. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He would have been like just sort of squatting in the door, just yeah. looking out, sort of observing instead of... I don't know. How, I've never seen, seen chimps use stairs. 
you know? Yeah, it sort of that would swing down. That would have been so much training for, for, for Neil. Like, you know, in some regards, I guess in the space exploration part, he would have learned that, you know, intrinsically from the chimps and that would have been come easy to him, mm. right? But things like stairs after just being in the jungle all his life, that would have been the real hurdle. You know, I've never seen an interview with uh, Neil Armstrong. I've seen so mm. many interviews with Buzz Aldrin. Uh, is it just that Neil died quite a long time ago? I don't know. Or is it that as a chimp man, he didn't have the media he training? Me, now, Neil. Who would, have, who would have given him the media training? Possibly Bubbles. Bubbles from, from My, Michael, Michael Jackson's, Jackson's chimp. Yeah. Because no other chimp would have had a bigger profile in the media. No. It would have been more under the glare of the paparazzi yeah. spotlight. There would, there would have been some chimps around that had done more live work, sort of from, from like, you know, uh, cir- sure. circuses and things like that. But they... Yeah, but that's a very different it's, it's, set of yeah, skills. It's not... You're not sort of talking to the to the general populace and they've probably built up habits of being kind yeah. of more vulgar just Camera to get shy. laughs and things yeah. like that, you know? Throwing poo. It's very base. Oh, I know, but throwing poo would have been perfect as a skill on the moon. Right. You know, in terms of like not having to, you know, like you'd actually go back with a ship that is less weight. And so as you right. diminish in fuel, uh, you just, you, you know, you're only having to pull back a, a much lighter, you know, aircraft. Payload. Yeah, payload, you know. And so, so you don't need it to bring up as much fuel. Yeah, absolutely. But imagine that. That would be, that would be like, if there's any place that you'd ever want to attempt the shit in your hand and throw it. It'd be on the moon where you really could just, satisfying. Yeah, you could just throw it and just watch it take off. And, and it goes go, all the way around, hits you back in the, in the back of the head. Yeah, or uh, hits, hits you in the ship. In the oh, ship. No. Oh no. My, my. I the landing on the moon part and then taking back off. That is the part that I don't, incredible. Uh, yeah. Not no, not just taking off. Didn't they? So they landed the lander, right? Mm. The eagle has landed. Right, yeah. But then they had to take that off from the moon and then recombine it with another thing that was in orbit that had oh, the other right. guy in it. Oh, is that where he was? Yeah, he was orbiting around the moon in another bit. Oh man, I don't understand it at That's, all. Well, at you know, all, the, the the maths must have worked. Well, I think I think the thing is as. as for men, it's just too much to get your head around. But a chimp's very instinctive. <laughs> for, for chimps, yeah, especially yeah, putting a sort of a thin thing into a hole. Yeah, that's it's all. It's just it's just termi- termite. Yeah, it's just a stick and termite mound again. Yeah, you know, and, and they just do it sort of naturally. Naturally, it's either the termite mound is moving or they're moving. You know, that's why they they have. <laughs> I don't. There's not a lot of moving termite mounds, but maybe in a landslide. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he learned to actually pick termites out of a wow. out of a termite mound during a landslide. landslide. Incredible! Yeah, so that's what made him perfect. Look, to that. be honest, this makes his achievements even more impressive. <laughs> I really wish this had come out earlier. It would have made it made it much better. It's a shame Neil is dead now, so that he can't uh, enjoy what's come out about him. Finally, because um, people have made sort of. You know, there's, it's, it's interesting there are diminishing milestones for things like this, right? Because there's a, you know, first man in space, that's a big deal. First man in the moon and then first woman in space is obviously very exciting. Yeah. But, the, you know, then there's things like, you know, first Australian in space, yeah. you know. And then yeah. you're like, uh, I mean, that. Yeah. Sorry, Andy Thomas. First guy completely covered in blisters <laughs> in space. Because that would be tough, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know at some point they're going to burst and it's going to start really hurting. First. And the healing process happens. 
first um, emo in space. Yeah. But then you know, but then you get some good ones again, and then you get you know, first man on Mars, first woman on Mars. I think it'd be nice. It'd be nice if we put if the first person we send to their doom on Mars would be a woman. <laughs> That's true. That would be a real positive step I mean, for equality. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it's just yeah. Do you think, is there a sketch in that in in that like a, a woman being offered the role the 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 position of the first person to die? On you know, <laughs> well, to, yeah. to go on a futile mission to Mars. I, I I think that they're still they're they're pitching it they're pitching it to them as saying, look, it's about time that we we make sure that women are ahead. And they're, they're leading this. They're leading movement. this. I I don't want it to be first woman on Mars, then second, you know, like then then you know, yeah, I don't want it to be first man on Mars and then first woman on Mars. I want it yeah. to be first woman on Mars first. The first, first person, person on... is the is a first woman, and 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 yeah. Right? So so that's w- w- what we're gonna do. We're gonna send you out there. Right. Um, can't guarantee you're gonna come back alive. <laughs> Um, but you have to understand how big, how important this is going to be, yeah. and how inspiring this will be, and you know about mm. how because because there's so much more to this as well. Because you could you know first woman on Mars, that's incredible achievement. First woman to die on Mars, first person to die on Mars is a woman. Is a woman. That's that, two. That's two records. In one. Records that are yours. They're in the bag. They are locked. Obviously, we're we're going to try. We're going to try to make sure that you live. We're, now, gonna, we're definitely going to try. Sure, but I'm just saying, if we fail, when not, we f- if we if when when if you know we fail, uh, there is a positive. Now, is there's also a chance that the mission will be a total failure, mm. <laughs> that you will die en route. Yeah, right. And if that is the case, you have my reassurance that we will keep sending women to die in space <laughs> <laughs> until we get a. The first person on Mars is um, a woman. Yeah, and I don't care how many have to die, <laughs> so that we can <laughs> in the blackness of bring, space, so yeah. that we can bring this this record. This... Yeah, and then after that, we will send the first uh, sort of man who was raised by chimps, <laughs> and then a regular man. I think I, th- I really think there's something in that, and that it's important that the that the woman in this sketch. Has agency, Alastair, that she is able to say no to this quite ridiculous thing, yeah. right? I think she does say no. I think that's sexist because I don't think you ever make sure that there's agency for the men in our <laughs> sketches. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, I I agree. Uh, but, I, so I think she does say no, and then they maybe, and then do they maybe say, "All right, well, first man raised by chimps." <laughs> <laughs> Well, what else have we got? What else is on the list? All right. Um, first Australian. First Australian. <laughs> first man on space is an it on Mars is an Australian. Yeah. Bloody red planet, red bloody red dirt out there. Yeah. Bloody love it. Oh, it's not. Yeah, it's great marketing. Yeah. Oh, we could launch from the outback. Oh my god, perfect. Yeah. Red rock to red oh, rock. Oh wait, what about? Oh, that's good too. Yeah. Yeah. But what about? We Will- could get Red Rock Deli to sponsor it with their <gasps> chips. That's perfect. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, any other red rocks? What about like uh, Himalayan rock salt? Oh yeah, that's good. What about um... bloodstained kidney stones? Oh yeah, that's good. Uh, rubies, <laughs> rubies, rubies. Right, oh, get the ruby market in. Ruby wax, ruby wax. We'll get she could MC the launch. <laughs> oh, this thing—it's paying it for it's itself. It's writing itself, mate. 
Oh, maybe Ruby would like to be the first woman on Mars. Is there is there <laughs> um is there a because there's this, it seems that there's this perpetual campaign to get people so, to sign up to be the, on the first mission to Mars, mm. which I don't think NASA is running that campaign. No. Whoever it is, it's it's some fucking bullshit. I don't know who's decided. Oh These... yeah, no, we're so- soliciting names, and definitely you, the randoms who send us a video on the internet. Mm. Yeah, we're gonna p- pick one of you, and you're gonna be in the group of the first yeah. people on Mars. Like this, these people. I... I, I don't know how, like, the people who are signed up, because I've seen interviews with some of these people, and they seem very confident that this is going to happen. Yeah. Right? Totally confident. You don't go signing people up before you've even built the fucking spaceship. That's like me mm. getting telling people about my podcast and asking people to be a podcast on my uh, guest on my podcast. This one that I want to do, where people pretend to be directors of different films. I see, famous yeah. films. Yeah. I've been asking people to be on that podcast for a really long time. Yeah. That podcast is not going to happen. Oh, you're the mission to Mars people. Yeah. You're the first mission to Mars people in podcast form. So, is there something about that? Yeah. Or may- is there something about? Could we ask the people who are in the first mission to Mars to be to appear as directors on your podcast? <laughs> um, oh, is, sorry. Is there something about? Sorry, Alistair, don't be silly with my sketch idea about like asking people to sign up to be the first group of astronauts to die on the way to Mars because mm. we're confident that the first one won't work, but it's important that we do it. Yeah, we can't. Because yeah, you have to do, you have to have a first move. We yeah, because we don't. We we know that some people will die on the way there, but we don't know exactly how. Yes. And I think it's only through doing that we will find out what what kind of things is going to kill humans on the way to Mars. Absolutely, and you know, launching a a uh, a, a, a spaceship to the moon. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. You can see the moon. Yeah. Right, but you can't see Mars. No, right. somebody, somebody will often point one out, want some random star and in the like, sky. You see and go, that? It's flickering a bit red. Yeah. But we don't know. Nobody yeah. knows. Nobody knows. So we're going to have a lot of shots at this. Mm. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. real, you know, like learning to pitch in baseball. You know, <laughs> we're so, just going to chuck a whole and, bunch and, and, out but there. Like this is how they're, they're, they're pitching it to the, to the <laughs> members. They go, we really don't know what we're doing, but we need to start somewhere. Yes. Right? To be honest... Not that much is known about space, <laughs> right? <laughs> they but, say that in space, no one can hear you scream. Mm. But how do we know? Yeah, how do we know? We've we've never sent a man to moon. Uh, to, to, to a space. man to moon. Sorry, uh, a never... man to the moon. <laughs> I am not very good at this. <laughs> we've never actually sent a person into space that's come back alive. Um, oh, we have. Oh, we have. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, well, well, see, that's well, good. that's great. Well, okay, we're going to ask them about whether or not you can <laughs> scream in space. Uh, did you know that roughly ninety-five percent of uh, cosmologists don't know where the sun is? You see, so that's understandable that we wouldn't know exactly where Mars is. Obviously, we're going to try to keep you alive for as long as possible. And 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 looking for Mars, and you'll be closer to it than us. Mm. So you'll stand a a a, yeah. a good chance, I reckon. Once you're out there, of seeing it, yes, and maybe even pointing towards it. So if if, if first of all, if you get out of Earth's orbit, I think that's already a win. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think that's already a win. Now, it's the closer to space that you get, <laughs> the, cl- 
close to space. <laughs> the closer. You just start yelling things into the mic. We'll have mics there. Maybe we'll get you a little Madonna mic. You start yelling into the mic things that you see. <laughs> So that maybe we can get a better idea of how space works and, <laughs> and where Mars like. is. Yeah, and what it looks like. And, and if, if you describe something that we think looks like Mars, we'll be right on that. Yeah, and, and, we'll, and you tell the driver of the, <laughs> of the shuttle. Uh, there it is. There it is. It's like looking for a car park. Mm. In, a, in a crowded underground car park. Everybody's got to do their bit. You, gotta, you look out the left. You look out the right. Yeah. Someone will see it. Yeah, yeah, but it's like the opposite because it's like it's not a crowded car park. It's like the emptiest car park you've ever been in. Right, and, and the <laughs> so car parks are th- th- thousands of millions of kilometers apart. So really, you're not looking for a space. You're looking yeah. for, for a not space. You're looking for. A I'm not sorry, space. that was a bad example. I, I am. Oh, okay, sorry. I I failed both cosmology <laughs> and English, but. We've got great people on board making the rocket, so don't worry. This um, rocket is going to go fast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, boy. I saw a test. And and at least I think I saw a test. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I had my eyes closed <laughs> because was, I was thinking about lunch. It was really scary, <laughs> the idea of not having lunch. <laughs> okay. Look, we're having a lot of fun here, yeah. Alistair. We're being very silly. <clears throat> How is this a sketch? Okay, so... Um, because it... Yeah, no, sorry. I'll, I'll let you answer the question I just asked. So, uh, I think that it could just be it's set at an earlier time before right. m- most uh, it, like space travel has happened. Yes. And for some reason, instead of like going in, like starting at going into just orbit and then coming back and bringing them back alive, yep. that kind of thing... They're just, they're just going straight for it. We're just going to shoot for Mars. Shoot for Mars. Even if you miss, you might land on the moon, and we'll count that as a win. And that would be great, because <laughs> well, we will have got there before the Russians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? um, but we're just, we're just trying to think three moves ahead at the moment, which is a chess thing, another thing that the Russians are actually quite good at, and beating us And at. that I don't understand. And I don't understand. <laughs> so, um, Do they have moves in chess? I think that's that's very possible, Alistair. What about this? It's set in NASA, but NASA has lost almost, uh, you know, a, a huge amount of funding, mm. right? And they um, they don't have any of their good people anymore. They haven't really done any big missions. But the sure. president, for whatever reason, has said we're going to put a man on Mars within yeah. you know two or three years, right? Yeah. Or, you know, before the decade is out. Sure. Before the decade is out, sounds great, right? But they don't realize that this is already 2019. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he was thinking about that. You know, he should. Before the decade is out, makes it sound like you could have as many as ten years. As many, yeah. Really, he could have said by the end of next year, <laughs> right? And and that would have been accurate as well. Yeah, I mean, and that's what he meant. He did mean ten years, but. The way that it was interpreted. And the way it was written up in the media. <laughs> yeah. was sort of ne- in the next year. Yeah. And... So, he, anyway. Yeah, anyway. And there's an election on the way. <laughs> he doesn't want to look bad. We don't have the time to do what we call testing. Yeah. Or what we also call planning. Yeah. So, or, we're really going to wing it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ship... Short wings. Have wings. Short, Very little short curvy wing. wings. Yeah, curvy wings. <laughs> 
but mostly no wings. Mo- very, very little amount of wings, surprisingly, for a thing. It's just mostly pole. It's like neck. Uh, <laughs> it's a whole neck. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's mostly, like a snake. It's like, it's like a, a, it's a snake designed an airplane. Yeah. So just think of it as like a catap- catapulting a stiff snake. <laughs> right? That's how we are. Um, it could it could also maybe work as a sketch if it's like a country that is just starting. Like it could be like an English speaking country, right? Like like Australia, Australia or New Zealand, yeah. or it could be somewhere like Norfolk Island, right? Um, which is sm- I mean I mean that seems silly. Uh, maybe maybe it's just it, I mean we could just set it in the time of like a Trump administration where everything has been defunded. Like yeah, so I, I think that's good. But also where he's likely to make really big claims, mm. right? Yeah, Like that we will put a man on Mars. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Okay. We will put a man on Mars. Now, which man? <laughs> which man do you want to put on Mars? <laughs> Someone I, good? I could or... put anybody on Mars. <laughs> name a person. You just name a person, I'll put him on Mars. I'll do it by next year. Um... um I yeah, I think that's good. Like like defunded NASA Mars mission. Okay. Not not competent cosmologists. Very well designed spaceship, as you say. Yeah. Maybe we spent all the money on the spaceship. Yeah, we got it from <laughs> the guys who had NASA before us. Oh wow. So maybe we we bought out NASA. Yeah. We're running a strip pack operation. Yeah. We've sold off a lot of the assets. We think we think that we could get NASA to turn a profit. <laughs> Man, that's yeah. Okay, so that's it, it, it. Is a bit like when they privatized the public transport system. They stopped maintaining things. They basically just mm. fudge the results to try and make it look like they're running an efficient organization, even though they're not. And then they just take the money and bloody run, mate. They just run. Take the money and bloody run. They don't give a bloody fudge. Yep. Um. A bluffer. Yeah. Okay. I like it. What do you? Uh, so, so you know how we went to Office Works the other day? Yes. Right. And um, we picked up those uh, photos. Yeah. And uh, you noticed that they had a, a a system there where you got to put in your phone number now, like because the queue, you you don't just queue up anymore. You put yeah. your phone number into a screen, and, and then it texts you when they're ready for you to come up to the counter. Yeah. Right. So I got those photos home. Not our family. Different family. Different nationality of family in that in that box of photos, right? Um, so uh, Carly the, called them. My my, my wife she mm. called them up. She said, no, "These are the wrong photos." Yeah. We can tell because we're not in them. Yeah. And um, and and they said, "Oh, we're sorry. Uh, come back tomorrow. We'll have them printed for you. Right? Yeah. Bring back the ones that aren't your family." Right? Okay. So Carly, did you went keep back, one? Kept them all. Yeah. Okay. No, um, we we took them back. Kelly went back, right? And uh, no photos. No, the uh, the 
the the machine had broken uh, the night before, and so they oh, weren't no. able to print out any photos. Oh. But uh, and then so I went back again today yeah. and uh, was able to pick up the photos. But each time uh, we've used the system of putting our phone number into the screen there and yeah. uh, and <laughs> and waiting for the text to come up to the counter. The text, oh. which by the way, comes at a time that doesn't seem to be related to when there's an availability at the counter. <laughs> but um, and then today I was able to collect the photos. Right, Great. but. I think it's amazing Officeworks deciding that the problem with the system, obviously they've noticed that there are things going wrong at their printing and photo collection counter, course, and they've yeah. decided that the problem is that people aren't queuing properly and that we need a system to do help think, people you, to queue up. Do you think maybe they're just blaming the customers? I think they might be blaming the customers because oh. I think the problem is elsewhere. Well, geez, people are complaining about their photos, not getting the right photos and things like that. These customers are a bloody mess. They're fucking it up. They need to get it together, all right? Of course you're going to wind up with the wrong photos if you're just jumbling around the <laughs> the counter there, sort of saying your names and handing over cards and stuff like that, and just at random. It's ridiculous. What you need, right? These, You know what these idiots need? What do they need? An extra step. There you go. They need Let's a... get them in order. Get them in line. No, not no. an actual line. No, and not an actual step. <laughs> no, Don't put a no. step there. Bloody people be hitting oh, their shins on bloody it. Bloody falling over, off, breaking right. their toes. I tell you what, if we, if they want a step, okay, then they've got to put their name in a in a computer. Yeah. And then we'll tell them when we'll, it's their turn we'll to go on the step. We'll three D print a step. We'll three D print a step. We'll get it done. <laughs> I don't care if it has to be ne- another family's another uh, another f- family step. of another ethnicity step ethnicity ethnicity look he's got a funny way of talking <laughs> I mean I've got a funny way of talking um so is there a sketch in that Alistair? yeah like but in we need to like make the problem clearer because it's but also I don't know if people will know exactly what we're talking about yeah but but some idea where, you know, something's going wrong with their company. There's some inefficiencies in their company, and then they find a way of blaming the customers, and then somehow just making it more complicated for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there also seem to be a lot of staff there, and they're all standing around, mm. and very like there were more staff than customers there today, and I still had to wait for ten minutes for someone to talk to me. So, anyway, look, I've got issues with Officeworks. Yeah. And is that a sketch? I have issues with Officeworks, Alistair. <laughs> Make it a sketch. Okay. What about um, this, yeah. right? Before uh, before, uh, before photography, yeah. right, we still nevertheless have a, a counter, right, mm-hmm. where either, okay, these are the two options. A, you go up and you ask for some photos to be printed and they say, okay, there's going to be a short wait because photography hasn't been invented yet. Yeah. That's one option, yeah, right? Yeah. Pretty short. Yeah, yeah, that is a short, short option. option. Okay, number two, okay, this is uh, where uh, you go up, right, mm-hmm. and I'd like some uh, pictures of my family uh, printed out, please, and they say, okay, um, just you just need to download the data uh about your family into uh, such and such, right? But it's just an old man who you go and you describe your family to the old man, right? 
and, and then, then he draws them. He draws them or he goes back and then he talks to someone else. He tells someone else the description, right? And yeah. then they draw them or make it make it like a woodcut or something like that. And then you come back in, you know, maybe six months. Maybe a bronze bust. A bronze bust, sure. And then you come back much down the track, right? And yeah. then you get the all the these this this sort of sheaf of like sketchings and etchings and that sort of thing. And you take them home and you open it up and you're like, oh, these are all railways and and uh, <laughs> and, and arches. There's, these are s- sketches of somebody's holiday to France. Where they have railways and arches. And you go back down and you say, "Are you sure this isn't your family?" And he's like, "Well, no. These are railways and arches." I think I think there definitely needs to be a sketch that recreates the experience of going to office works to get your photos printed. <laughs> and um, and you just don't know if this is it. No, no, no. I do. Look, look. I think I think that the second one is probably the better one. Okay, great. Um, I think it should it should just step for step recreate. The, so you go in there, and there's yep. still just a little, there's still a little box that you can walk up to, and you can sort of, like, you know, you know, sort of, you know, those ones that you would put your memory card into. Yeah. But it's just a box, sort of like I guess you could like a confession box, and you go and you tell the guy there. Yeah. Like that, and then he gives you a receipt where he's written down <laughs> what you said to him, yeah. and then you take it back to the desk. Back to the desk. Yeah, and they go, okay, right, all right, well that's going to be two to three months. Yeah. Like that. And then you go, all right. And then you come back two to three months later and they go, oh, we haven't done it. Um, all right. No, somebody will do it for you right now. And then somebody will go like, ding, 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 You really want them to be carving away, do you? Yeah, yeah. Either that or, or like, that was them. Uh, Etching. Well, I'm, I'm picturing somebody sculpting, sculpting bronze. Ding, 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 ding. No, we're doing it. We're doing it right now. No, we're doing it right now. Just wait there. Like that, and, and then, then you, you wait. A, you wait uh, for uh, maybe two to three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> in their little uh, waiting area, and sort of just, looking at the weird yeah, you bits of a, parchment they have for there's, sale, there's and parts where you've kind of like, uh, yeah, I feel like you've you've set up camp, and you've kind of like you've got like a a rabbit hanging off a rope <laughs> that you've gutted, and you're waiting to you know you're sort of yeah collecting furs, and you're yeah. eating the the bone meat off the bones and things like yeah. that, and they go, ah, uh, Mr. Matthews, you're um. Your your f- photos, what we call, I guess your your images, your pictures are ready. Yeah, your pictures are ready, like that. And then you come back, and then they go, "That's not my family. That's some guy who's yeah. taken." Anyways, must have described his dick to the man, and oh, that because the dirty photos as well would be a thing, right? That yeah. like you've got to do get, <laughs> get them printed out there. Describe yeah. <laughs> your genitalia. Or yeah. like a sex act yeah. to the old man in a box who then writes it all down in exhaustive detail. And then a sculptor does it. It carves it out. Look, I think... I think, uh, yeah, look, I think that's good. I think pre-photos, photo printing thing. I mean, it's less... I think it's less of a cultural phenomenon now that we have digital and nobody really prints anything out anymore. Yeah, but I think places like Big W, Officeworks... Uh, sure. You know... And Maybe. people still do get things printed out sometimes. Don't yeah, they? you know, for grandma and um, I, grandma. I, I, I print some out occasionally. I put them in a little book for my son so that he can oh, look at really? photos because he doesn't really have his own digital device at eighteen months at the moment. <laughs> so uh, I'm, we sort of put them in there, and then just people that he knows. I just found that again today, and I was like, oh, I should update it. He knows a lot more people. 
I'll put you in there. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, you're already on the fridge, so he already knows you by sight. But Maybe I could go from the fridge into the book. I've got to come off the fridge at some point, Alistair. You've got to make the decision. Cool. Al's got the invite to my wedding or the thank you card for my wedding oh, or something on his fridge. Yeah. Which is lovely. I'll, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to take it down until you look really old in comparison. <laughs> and I go, oh, I better change this. It's weird having this weird 29-year-old guy's photo up on my fridge. I guess it would make sense if it was be, be, make more sense if it was like a photo of you when you were fourteen. I'd be like, no, I just got some fourteen-year-old kid's photo on my wall. Yeah, just some baby. No, the reason why I thought of that, I said that. I know it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Is that uh, I used to have like an old photo album from that my girlfriend had given me at the time from high school. Yep. Right, and and then I found it like twelve years later, you know, after we broke up, and so I'm like. I'm 30 or 31 years old and then suddenly I've just got this book of quite like not not nothing nude or anything like that but just quite intimate photos of like a 15 year old girl <laughs> yeah, you know it's you know it's a strange thing to kind of find yourself where you go I should guess I should get rid of this I mean it's nice to have memories but I yeah I don't want photos of a 15 year old girl around that me. you don't know that I don't really know. Like, yeah. I mean, at the time, I kind of knew her. Now, I've got no idea. So, so what, what, is, what, is, what do we do with that? Do you, do you, can you then take that, those photos? <laughs> is there a service that, like, that ages? Because there, are, you can, <laughs> there mm. is this hideous thing where you can take a photograph of your kid along there, and that will generate an image of what your kid looks like <laughs> now yeah. or will, will look like in 30 years' time or something like that. So what about a service where you take along all your photos, right? Mm. And they digitally age them mm. so that you look the same age throughout your entire life <laughs> so that you don't get shocked by how much you've aged. That's it, so that's even nice. like as a baby, yeah. they'll, they will like replace the face with just your adult face. With your current face. Your yeah. current face. And they'll do this like every year you take in all your photos and they just update them a little bit. They yeah. tweak them, and this and that. Looking at, you know, they, they sort of study your face a little bit and they yeah. kind of go like, oh, yeah, there's a few extra lines. Get in there with to the, the baby. Yeah. Right. And then you don't notice the passage of time. That's the nice. cruel ravages of time. That's nice. It's the comparison that kills you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I like that a that lot. That's side Eddie. by side. It's a, it's, it, it feels almost like something that would be implemented by a totalitarian regime in some kind of a dystopia where they're trying to convince people that everything is always as it always has been or something like they, yeah. you know, they, they try and remove the concept of time. That's what they're doing. So this is my, my version of 1984, right? It, uh, so they try and control people's minds by convincing them that nothing changes. Therefore, there is no hope of change, right? And what they yeah. do is they just digitally alter all your photos so you always look like you're 33, yeah, I, I like however old you are now. I like the idea as well, like that these people sort of do believe in it. Like they're like, "Oh, I saw a photo of myself as a kid." You know, goes, "Oh, it must be awful. I'm so sorry to hear that." Well, you know, once you come onto our service, that won't happen ever again. You yeah, know? you know, you shouldn't have to feel things like that, like top passage of time or you know, there's um, anti-aging. Mm can take two forms really can't it because yes. what yes. is aging but the process from youth to age but what if uh, mm. instead of stopping your age now 
from getting any higher. We sort of brought up all your previous ages to mm. be uh, equivalent. Yeah, stop, stop all. Yes. So what? What you you feel old? Well, old relative to how old you were before. What if how old you were before was as old as you are now, or yeah. older? Yeah. We have the premium package where we'll make all the photos of you as a baby look really old. And so that looks like you're improving in, <laughs> yes. in looks. You go, so, oh. wow, have you lost weight? You, have we you... can make them look fat as well have... and sad. Wow, have you lost <laughs> liver spots? <laughs> it's actually very easy to make them look sad. Yeah, we just turn that frown no, that's, into, yeah, yeah, into well, a no, bigger frown. No, we just have it a frown. Yeah, just frown. Yeah, well, we basically draw, we just use frown on <laughs> yeah, sort of yeah. pen there. Sometimes I use just Photoshop to just sort of pull down the corners of your mouths. It looks pretty natural. With old people, you just expect them to look weird. So you, the quality of the Photoshopping doesn't have to be that good. Oh, I'm giving away a few of my secrets. Anyway, right. you could really do this as a job if you wanted to, but don't don't take this away from me. I've got a kid. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> he looks old. I don't know. <laughs> I think he's 50 or something. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's bloody ridiculous, Alistair. Well, technically, that is... It's that a technical is, five. That, that is five. Um, do you want to continue? Or oh, do you think we should oh, just start wrapping it up? I don't know if I've got much in me, but let's start wrapping around and let's just see what happens, see what Alistair. Happens. Bloody hell, let's okay, see Andy. what happens, eh? All right, Andy. Um... After sending chimps into space, we sent a man raised by chimps, a Tarzan. So this was uh, Neil Armstrong is actually uh, a sort of Tarzan-like man uh, who was raised by chimps. And uh, the instructions that he gave, that he said when he first walked out, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, uh, were actually... A bit NASA, of self-talk. Yeah, a bit of self-talk that NASA tried to put on him because they know that as an ape man, he loves to leap and... Uh, <laughs> Too much leaping at this point uh, could send him into orbit. And, yeah. you know, they need this to be a successful mission, even though he They is, sent a monkey. Even a though they monkey. sent, a, like, a lesser man. You know? Yep. Um, but, yeah. But that's what, you know... Yeah. I mean, this... It's, that's a clear comedy sketch right it's, there. It's, it's one of your classic, probably, it's the, you know, the five sketches of comedy, one of they, the classic they, five sketches They probably, Python already did that probably. Yeah. A restaurant sketch, two, a doctor sketch, three, a psychiatrist sketch, yeah. four. Uh, two uh, people on a date. Two people on a date. I mean, that mightn't be in a restaurant or a doctor's <laughs> office. Who knows? Uh, we're not on a date to a doctor's office. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been dating a doctor. Could have been one of those inappropriate relationships. Oh, workplace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and then, uh, and then, obviously, um, you know, chimp man on Mars. Chimp man on, on, on the moon. On the moon. Yeah. Um, then we've got a uh, first woman on Mars. Uh, is is being sent to her doom. So it's the people who are planning. Uh, they're great allies. They're right on. They're so woke. Yeah, they're they're very. I don't woke. really know this what is... woke means, but I'm using it. Well, that's fine. That's completely Thanks. okay. But I think, yeah, they're, they're they're trying to do a positive thing. They're trying to send uh, a woman to Mars, but they're 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 being upfront. Uh, they want they want the first person on Mars to be a woman, but they're being upfront. You're most likely going to die, like yeah. you know. But you know that's not going to be so bad because then that means that the first person to die on Mars is also going to be a woman, which is incredibly so inspiring. That's, that's two milestones. Think of the little girls 
who are growing up who will be able to see. Who <laughs> will be able to imagine one day dying, dying, dying cold and alone yeah. on a distant planet. In an attempt to flee our own burning planet. Yeah. Um, she'll be able to die somewhere else. Um, yeah, and this woman has agency in this sketch. <laughs> um, lack of funding NASA. This is a defunded NASA under some sort of despicable leader of some sort. They've they've bought out Na- NASA. They've decided that um, that that they they've lost a lot of their good people because it's now in the hands of mostly idiots. <laughs> um, and but and 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 somehow they've promised that they're gonna get a man on. I mean, really quickly on Mars, real on Mars, quick, and then so they're just going to do it. They're just, so they're just, just going to do it. We're just going to throw ourselves into this, and we're just going to hope for the best. Yeah, it takes like too improv. long to plan. Yeah, and and to like sort of, I think it's just you just learn on the job. It's like it's like sort of carpentry, right? Yeah. Well, and then maybe maybe the sketch. We, and look, I don't want to go all over it again, but maybe it's it's more about this guy who's now in charge of NASA, who's very instinctive. Mm. You know, he's just a doer. You know, yeah. he doesn't believe in a lot of this newfangled stuff, okay? When I was working on the farm, if there was a problem, we just went and fixed it. Yeah, you, you just know? tried. You just... Yeah, just do it. You just have a go. We didn't have a lot of learning, a lot of book learning. We okay? don't have time. We just had our, our smarts. Yeah. So we just... Do you know how many times I'd have to read, you know, how, like how many pages I'd have to read to know that if you do X thing, then ship blows up, right? <laughs> It's easier to just go, you know, it takes three seconds if you <laughs> if you just do it and the ship blows up. Great. Now I know that makes the ship blow up, okay? And he's just, he's he's talking to the the first group of people that are, are going to be sent to Mars, these people yeah. who, which, you know, in a way you don't, you don't sympathize with because they're the kind of people that would sign up for a, we're all being sent to, to be the first people to be sent to Mars. I just want attention. They really do. Yeah. But also they want to feel like they would be... And somehow this weird, uh, like these, have these weird characteristics that make them good to, for being sent to sure. Mars. Right. Like anyone who thinks that they are the kind of person who should be selected to restart humanity on a distant planet mm. should not be selected to restart no. humanity on a distant planet. It really should be people being sent against their will. Yeah. It should because, be sprung on you. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. You. Ha <laughs> ha. Like yeah. It's Shanghai to Neptune. That's cool. That's cool. It'd be cool to go, like, just, you know, if you had to go try and, repo- like, repopulate, like, humans, mm. but they sent you to Jupiter and you're like, this is going to be tough going. <laughs> this is going to be tough going in the fog the whole yeah. time. Oh. There's got to be a, a hard center in there somewhere, right? Yeah, I guess. But, like, like it's there's so much gas, right? It'll, it'd be gas in, like, some weird state of being, like, compressed and... But do you think is it, it's such co- a gas so compressed that you could stand on it? Maybe. Ah. Real thick and soupy gas. Yeah. But at least while you're falling through Jupiter, at least that would be a good opportunity to bloody... You check con- your phone. No, c- convince a girl to bloody... <laughs> hey, baby, we can repopulate Earth. <laughs> Obviously, you've got agency. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, then we've got the pre-photo photo printing, which is... Uh, Basically, an, an experience of going to to office works, but uh, let's say two hundred years ago. And it, yeah, and, great choice. Yeah, and it's done. Uh, it's done with bronze statues, maybe, maybe wood etchings, and it's all about describing it. 
to a guy and then he... Downloading. Downloading. The yeah. data. Yeah, you put your memory card here. <laughs> oh, and the memory card is like a descriptive piece of paper that you've described the memory onto. Yeah, and then that guy just writes down what you've written on the memory card yeah. onto a piece of paper and then he hands it to the... Maybe a memory stick is just a pencil. That's good. Yeah, use this memory stick. <laughs> Do you think thinking is just the gut feeling of the mind? Oh, my God. <laughs> That could have been maybe like you know they say animals you know, don't bloody have... Elaine de Baton over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know they say animals you know don't have consciousness. Maybe it's because their gut feelings haven't shifted upward. Upward. Or you know a crossword for <laughs> for dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought about that. <laughs> their brains are just across from their stomach. <laughs> just down the oh, road. Oh, that's good. Yeah, great. And uh, photo, oh yeah, then this is a company that offers the, uh, I, I picture it's for some reason, it's just, it's just a, like it's not a big company, it's just a, an ad in the paper phone book, like the right. yellow, the yellow pages, some guys like. It's the classifieds, yeah. maybe you've got it in the leader or something, it's there, yeah. in the column next to the, uh, um, all the escort services, there's yeah. Tom's photo, oh. aged. See now I know who this guy is. He's he's quite overweight. His shirt stinks. Right? <laughs> he spends a lot of time in a very comfy office chair. Yeah, yeah. and in quite a dark room. Yeah. Just clicking away with his double just, screen computer. Just double screen. Just pulling down the corners of people's mouths. Yeah. What about? <laughs> I mean, it, maybe it's it's even better to be like, I will go through all the photos rather than scratching out pictures of your ex-lover from photos from previous relationships. I will go through all the photos of your previous relationship mm. and make you look sad in all of them so you feel better about not being in that relationship <laughs> anymore. Yeah, I'll do all sorts of, you know, yeah. history. Re I'm rewriting history. Yeah. <laughs> rewriting, re-photoshopping, whatever. Yeah. It's the same thing. But, uh, yeah, we've yeah we've made a lot of people happy. And that's why I do this because it's just... You don't find true happiness until you help others. Yeah. To erase reality. Yeah. Well, it's not erasing. It's just modifying. You're right. And then he goes into sort of some deep, like, philosophical questioning about whether or not there is even there was even a past. How do you know that that was true? We're just a, a brain in a jar, that kind of thing. Maybe you're a clone. Anyway, anyway, it's twenty bucks for a hundred pictures. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, um, and that is all the sketches for today. That's all the sketches for today. That's all the sketches for today. That's all the sketches for today. Sketches for today. <laughs> We're tired. Yeah, this is why this is running out of energy. Well, okay. I mean, that was clear, Alistair. In that was clear. In between us, we have three children now. <laughs> In, right in between us. Right in between Directly us, yeah. between us. But look, thank you guys Squeezed so much for there. listening. Thank you so much for listening. I don't know why we're talking about if that. You, if, you're, if you're new listeners to the podcast from the Planet Broadcasting Network, thank you so much for uh, listening to the show. For even taking hey. a chance. Oh my goodness, what a punt you've taken. Yes, what? And and boy, I hope it's paying off for you. Yes, me too. I mean, I hope you didn't put any money on this because that speaks to a, some sort of a gambling problem that you may have. Absolutely. If you said, oh, new podcast, I bet this is going to be good. And yeah. then you slammed, I don't know how much money down. Well, you know what? And if... And if, but if you did, I hope you win. 
I you, hope it was good. Yes. You know, yeah. I hope that the and person... you clean up. Yeah, and I hope that the person, the, the bookie that you're booking with <laughs> isn't like some weird biased person. Like, I hope they're actually being honest when they listen to the podcast as and well. they come back and they say, yeah, like, you're right. Nah, that was that good. That was All good. Right. He's, he, Took a bit of a dip near the end there, but... <laughs> They seem to have no energy and they, they came flagged, up with excuses. They came out of nose ahead. Yeah, but... Uh, you know, the saddest scene in any movie is the one where the dad, who has a gambling problem, mm. convinces his child to give him his pocket money so he can go and gamble it. Yeah. But, but I don't think there's any movie, any sad movie that you can name that wouldn't have been made sadder by putting that scene in there. Yeah, but then there's no movie, happy movie, that couldn't have been made happier... By showing a dad who had a gambling win, yes. giving money to his child. There you go. <laughs> so. And then made sad again by him then taking that back off him the next week. The next week, yeah. But, you know, you wouldn't put that bit in if it was a happy no, movie. No, you'd edit that out. So, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Pharrell Williams had that as a line in his... Uh, in his song, Happy. Because I'm happy. Because I'm happy my dad gave me gambling winnings. <laughs> that he got from the other day. <laughs> he bet on a podcast that he heard about through the podcast podcast network. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and if you're here and you haven't listened to any of the other podcasts, there's some great podcasts in there. Lordy, uh, yes. Uh, Auntie Donna. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know if Auntie Donna are in there. Yeah. Are they in there? Yeah. Auntie Donna are in the network. Yeah, they're in the network. You're kidding. No, they are. Oh, that's incredible. That's why uh, they were there. Yeah, I thought they were just doing a dance. Nah, nah, nah. Do go on. Do go on. Human Ordinary. Oh, such good stuff. Um, The Others. Yes. The Weekly Planet. You guys should listen to The Weekly Planet <laughs> if you don't listen to You know what? We're going to sling a couple of listens their yeah. way. You go to tune into The Weekly Planet. Yeah. And then if you also you like this, then you can review us on the iTunes and on Stitcher and on all the other ones. And if there's other ones, tell us about them. We want to know. And you can follow us on uh, Twitter. I'm uh, Stupid Old Andy. And I'm Alistair TB. And we're both at Two in Tank for the podcast. And we're also on Facebook. And you know what? We goddamn love love you. you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.